שלום וברכה, בעזרת השם. I'll try בעזרת השם today to bring out more of that uh, clear wisdom um, that the Creator is revealing to us using our inner channel, using our soul, listening to the voice of truth that is rising from within. And Bezat um, Hashem, we're going to read a little bit from those holy words of Torah by Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkanus, Rabbi Eliezer the Great. And it's written, from the fruit of the tree that is inside the garden, Rabbi Zeira said on that, from the fruit of the tree it's written but it's not talking about a regular tree that is planted in a garden it is the man that compared to a tree like the verse that is saying ki adam etz hasadeh because the man, for the man, is the tree of the field. And, Asher betoch agan, why does it written that is inside the garden? When it's written inside the garden, it's a clean way to say what that is inside the body. Inside the garden means inside the woman and the garden is the woman so the woman she been compared to a garden like that it's written in the song of all songs in Shir Hashirim Asher Lishlomo Gan Naul Achotikala a locked closed garden my sister the bride like the garden that when it's been planted it brings out the 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 crops the the all kinds of uh, of crops also the woman when she been a seed came into her she is getting pregnant and give birth from her husband you see from here that it's a clear teachings that Rabbi Zeira is revealing to us that that tale of the Garden of Eden is a reflection of a spiritual violation between the man to his wife. The prohibition that Adam the violation that it's easy for us to think that Adam ate from a forbidden fruit but here you see that the violation was more between Adam and his wife Eve and not so much between Adam to the 
physical simple commandment of the Creator not to eat from the fruit of the tree. Our world is a world of reflections and when it's written inside the garden it means that the man himself he had that passion he had that desire to go into the garden and to take out something that was not allowed for him to take and it is a known thing that when a man and a woman are willing to have a relationship so then there is no prohibition over there and of course we are talking about the situation that that man and that woman just been created for each other so there was no reason for them not to be together and still we see that he took that thing that was not allowed for him to take from that we can see that the intention matters that when Adam was willing to take something from his wife from inside the garden from her inside he wanted to take something for himself and then he violated the will of heaven by not wanting completely to give and to love and to and to and to be together he wanted to satisfy himself he wanted to take something for himself this is what Rabbi Zeira is learning and teaching us. By mentioning that it's a clean way to say that Adam wanted to take something that was inside the woman. What he wanted to take from inside the woman. What there is for the men to take from inside the woman. Of course he will not take some object. He tries to take pleasure to himself. We know that the Torah is guiding us that that mitzvah of being together with our soulmates, with our mates, is only in time of happiness and joy from the side of our partners. There is no side in the world that a person can demand or ask or need to pleasure himself and if he does so then he is doing something that is not according to the godly will even though that there is a great challenge and a great test in that um, life aspect and we can see that violation and we can see that um, failure in so many aspects in our lives and in so many people in all the con cultures in all the from like in all the places on earth that people are not holding themselves in purity and violating the will of heaven and trying to pleasure themselves instead of being one with their wives with their partners I remember once having a very serious conversation on that matter with 
a rabbi, that he is a son of a very righteous man in Israel, in Bnei Brak. And I asked him, what did your father taught you about this mitzvah of being with your wife? What is the holiest way that you learned? So he said, I remember that my father told me, and we're talking about a very righteous man. His name is Rab Alter David Chaim Stern from Bnei Brak. He was a student of the Chazon Ish, a real righteous man, very pure, very old and righteous and known and accepted. And he told him, you need to flow with the will of your wife. The real holiness and purity is that the man will not try to take, just to feel the need or the will of his wife and to nullify himself to that, to understand what she needs. Many times men are not able to hold themselves in their mind and they need something else and they're trying to possess, they try to achieve, they try to make or force their partners to satisfy them, to pleasure them. And when they do so, they lose the right intention of being with their soulmates properly. And we can see that that violation started in those early times of Adam and Eve, that Adam was not holding himself in a proper way. And since that failure took place, the next generations are appointed responsible on fixing that. Why we are responsible to fix what that happened thousands of years ago? because that the soul of Adam is actually our own soul. Our soul is the same godly soul of Adam that just found its way back to earth for completion, for tikkun, for us to correct what that he was not able to correct in his years of life. The world that we live in is a world of reflections. And the truth of the Torah, the truth of the Creator, the truth is being reflected 24-7. In every moment of our lives, we can see the reflection of the Torah. And every person should put his mind to see and recognizing the connection with the Creator through the Torah and through the words of the righteous ones in every moment and moment in his life. So for an example, if you find yourself in an argument, if you find yourself in the middle of a debate on something, you can look at that situation from a certain angle that will recognize, you should look for and recognize the message that is being reflected now in that scene, in that situation, where its source, where the source of that situation is reflecting 
the wisdom of the Torah. Maybe my English is not so clear. It takes me a while to explain those very thin details because that those topics are very, very sensitive. And I know myself that when I speak about those topics, I have this feeling I don't want to step on no one's toes. I feel that people might be very, very sensitive and I don't want to make people feel not so comfortable with themselves. I know that many of us are not holding on so great and not doing so great in those um, aspects of our lives and when I say certain things it might wake up some negative feelings in the hearts of some of my students that will not feel so comfortable with themselves and that is for sure not my intention and not my will therefore I'm trying to 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 choose the right words and I'm thinking about every word and word in a way that um, will be as sensitive and as simple to digest and to understand um, for as many people as positive as possible without hurting no one's feelings. So let's say that now you find yourself in a certain argument and things are not going on like you want them to. So you should see what is the message of that situation for you is and where it's coming from in the earlier reflection in the Bible. For an example, if you find yourself in an argument, that person that you're arguing with might be, for an example, a person that will reflect to you Pharaoh that is arguing with Moses. For an example, you can see yourself as Moses and he's arguing with you as Pharaoh. You are asking for certain things that are very, very simple and, uh, and, and very like um, supposed to be acceptable, are very, very normal and uh, you're just asking for freedom, you're just asking for, for certain things that are very logic for you to receive. Um, dip, that you you that they belongs to you, and that person is standing and holding what that is yours, what that belongs to you, and he's not letting go, and you can see from that argument a reflection of the Bible. In another situation, you might find yourself that you are that Pharaoh, and someone else is that Moses, that he's asking something from you. And you're refusing to admit the truth. And you're choosing to ignore the voice of God and to let go. This is one option. Another option, in the same um, argument, you can find yourself that you are dealing with someone else, like Lavan Ha'arami, someone that is lying to you, someone that is trying to steal from you, and you are innocent, and you made a lot of favors with that person, like Jacob, and you are trying to explain yourself to him and to just make him allow you to take what that belongs to you. And you can see that reflection. Men can be all the men that their name are mentioned in the Bible. Women can be all the women that their names are mentioned in the Bible. This woman for you can 
can reflect the light of Sarah, our mother, of Rachel, of Leah, of maybe another one of the mothers, um, like Bilha or Zilpah. She, that woman, might reflect Esther in a certain situation, Esther the queen, or another woman who made a wonder or a miracle or that was a prophet. She could have been a righteous woman or an evil woman. It depends on the situation. What is so important in that? And why am I mentioning that important message? Because we want to be able to see the whole picture for our success. Many times in life, we see only parts of our reality. And because that the parts are not complete, we cannot see the whole picture. And when we cannot see the whole picture, it brings us to a place that our knowledge and our understanding is limited as well. And we find it hard to see the godliness and the goodness that is treasured and installed inside that situation. But when we understand that the world is a creation and that the Creator is reflecting His light and the light of the Torah in every scene and scene, every situation and situation, then we can relate that break of time, that piece of the puzzle, to a larger picture, even if we cannot see it completely. When we recognize that that situation holds wisdom in it, holds a godly message, a holy, pure reflection of the Creator or His Torah, so by that it makes life easier for us because we can relate life to the Creator with faith. We can believe that our life um, are being supervised by the Creator and showing to us the godly light of Hashem. Every person in his level, every person in his life situation should look for the wisdom and the message of Hashem. To see and to look for the reflection from a biblical source or from stories that you read on righteous people will give you, it's a tool, it will give you the amazing power um, to understand that life is meaningful, are meaningful, that life holds something very, very deep inside of it, a very deep message, a very ancient and godly knowledge that brings us to completion, brings us to a place of redemption. And this is something that wakes me up every time in every moment of my life to see and wakes up the importance, the urge inside of me um, the motivation to go and share that knowledge with the world for other people to understand the potential and the real will of the Creator. Because when we look to the sides, when we look on what goes on in the world today, that people are suffering so badly, so greatly, 
that people are losing their minds, that people are so suffering from hunger and from such crazy rage and, and pain and people are abusing each other and hurting each other in so such horrible ways and, and, and getting to such radical corners in their lives that they must rebel, that they must fight and, and, and losing their, their, the qualities of their spirit being so divided from the source and so disconnected from their good qualities, the qualities of their spirit and just burning their spirits with anger and with frustration and with rage and with hatred and, and losing touch with the truth because of the pain, because of the struggle. When I see that, I realize that I'm afraid that it might happen that many are not holding on in that, in that process of redemption because a person who is completely divided from the purpose that he can't see that there is purpose to life cannot be part of it in his heart. He might be used by the Creator for a certain purpose but as a total lost person there is no way for him to be part of something so great as the process of redemption. Every person on earth, though, inside of him there is that potential of an inner connection with the Creator. And for that I'm trying to mention it and to call you guys and to send those messages on the waves of social media for them to reach as many people as possible and with that hope and prayer that many will wake up and understand that life means an inner connection with the truth and we can use many slogans and we can say many wise sentences and, and, and we can try to wake up many many people but the fact is that the majority of the population of the world are not getting that message yet and are not awake at all and suffering greatly. And this is why we need to wake up as much as we can to understand that probably there is something else that we should do inside of ourselves to fix and to correct the situation and the condition of the world. Because if you see an innocent child, if you see a person who doesn't know better, he's just full of rage, he's full of anger, you can blame him and you can expect certain things from him and you can judge him and you can criticize him, but he's not even able to express his feelings. He's not even able to, to, to understand his way of action. Sometimes you talk to your child, you talk to a person that is not in a high spiritual level and you see that he's just lost. He's lost between other people's opinion and social pressure and, and, and his own fears and desires and needs. And he he's just lost in that chaos of, of the world. And 
Now, if you will try to convince him to follow the truth or to attach himself to the truth, you, you're just going to put another brick on his back. You're just going to break his back from overweight and he won't be necessarily able even to grasp and understand what in the world you want from him. Therefore, we need to see how to make the light um, more attempting. We need to see and to look for ways to call those people and to invite them to take part of what that we recognize is the truth in a way that will pull their hearts and that they will have the ability to join us out of their own passion and out of their own love. This is why, for an example, when I give that advice and a tool for you, that tool for you to recognize the godly reflection of the Bible inside your life, to recognize certain situation from the Bible inside your life, it might give you a tool and an opportunity to illuminate the eyes of your surroundings in those situations as well. If you will help a person to recognize himself acting as Moses or acting as Yosef, the righteous one, or acting as Rachel, our mother, or acting as Mordechai or Esther in the story of the scroll of Esther in the holy days of Purim, or if you will see yourself and recognize yourself as those amazing Chashmonaim who were fighting to protect the holy temple in days of destructions, and even though that they were weak and small amount of people, and fighting against a huge army with great units and powerful soldiers with 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 weapons and, and, and elephants and, 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 and mountains by their sides. And, and in the end, eventually, they won, even though they were tiny, even though they were small. And you will find yourself battling huge wars and, and finding strength and illuminating the world with a small light but effective that will stay for generations. I feel that that inspiration can help you to continue and also to your surroundings to catch themselves as part of a greater picture. I think that the Bible has an enormous power to wake up the flame of faith in the hearts of, of the true believers, especially the nation of Israel. And like that I'm mentioning that all the time, the nation of Israel is not only the Jewish people. The nation of Israel is a. Today, it will be considered as a group of, of of nations from different uh, nationalities, because as of today, the nation of Israel that been separated to two kingships, the kingship of Yehuda and the kingship of Israel, three thousand years ago, around three thousand years ago, and then. Um, the larger group, the group that of the ten tribes of Israel being exiled by the Assyrian king out of the borders of Israel. And since that day, around 3,000 years ago, they have been spread between the nations and found their new settlements and, and places of livings in different countries of the world. And they've been exiled, like you can imagine to yourself, 
families and groups of people, different communities that had been conquered by an, an army of enemies who took them and used them as slaves or just exiled them out of their homelands. And they were drifted. They went with the weather and went with the fire and went because of the wind and poverty and, and wealth and potential options of making money or getting married or finding um, new new directions in life and lost their original um, connection to to their true identity as Israelis and just grabbed sparks of memories of an ancient tradition but re-established their lives as farmers or builders or workers or writers in the new places, in the new lands. It might be that lost tribes of Israel are the Native Americans in the United States of America. It might be that the lost tribes of Israel are huge communities in the Far East, like Korea, like China, like Japan. It might be that the Israeli souls are establishing themselves today as Muslim people in Afghanistan or Pakistan, and we don't know. We can never know those things. If you ask me, there is only one sign for that eventually, and it's the promise that before Mashiach will come, the, before the redemption will come, the Mashiach will blow away the sadness from the hearts of people and their true nature, what they're really made of, will come out to the surface and will be revealed. And then, as a result of that holy work of the Messiah, of the Mashiach, the souls of Israel will remember who they are and they will come back to life they will suddenly recognize their Israeli root of soul inside their own hearts and their passion for the Torah and their passion for the land of Israel and they will just run into uh, the gates of, of Jerusalem, into the gates of, of Zion. And the numbers are, 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 are huge. To think about those holy tribes that started their lives 3,000 years ago uh, already as over 1 or 2 million people when they have been exiled from the land of Israel, few millions of people already. Today we're going to talk about hundreds of millions of people that doesn't know who they are at all, but will find passion for the Torah passion for the truth, passion for one God, passion for the Holy Land of Israel, to, for the Promised Land, and will have the urge to visit Zion, to see the Land of, of Israel, to walk in the alleys of Yerushalayim, to see what's going on with the people of, of their nation. They will care about Israel, they will march for Israel, they will protest for Israel, they will show what they made of, because that's what they made of. And this is the best sign, this is the biggest sign for the redemption that is coming. I'm getting hundreds and thousands of emails and that are 
from random people, people I never met in my life, people I, I, that they only saw my classes and videos on social media, and they are all feeling the same feeling that they belong to the nation of Israel, and that they have a connection to, to the nation of Israel, and one will have some memories, and one will 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 not have. Uh, no, no evidence for his Israeli connection. One will, will have deep knowledge and understanding, and one will just experience amazing emotional developments or, um, or 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 spiritual, amazing spiritual experiences. That this is very, very, very common to see people that even though never been taught um, on Judaism or biblical teachings in a real solid and um, educational way and still finding themselves in dreams or in visions or while learning or while praying experiencing huge amazing spiritual sights that are for me a very clear evidence for an inner channel of 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 spirituality that is coming from a very divine and holy source i guess what i want to tell you is that we must protect ourselves never um, to violate the covenant and never to force other people um, to follow our will in in no brutal or 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 in no way that will not be appropriate we must remember that the quality of our ancestors Abraham Isaac and Jacob was that they were so noble in in trades that they were such good and honest and righteous people and if we want to attach ourselves to them we must be as good we must work on our attributes we must be the nicest people on earth we must work so hard never to be angry and never to be like explosive and 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 never to hurt another person no matter what never to scream on another person not to curse god forbid never to wish bad to no one always to be humble and to be nice and to be kind and to be sensitive and even if things doesn't go like you want, even if you are not receiving what you hoped for or what you think that is your needs or your basic needs, tough luck, you know. The Creator put you in that struggle and the Creator put you in that situation that you will not know exactly what to do with your life. But don't blame your wife for that. Don't blame your children for that. Don't blame other people for that because... Everyone are struggling. Everyone are going through hell. Everyone are going through a very painful and difficult um, time in their lives. And if you want to share and if you're open-minded to 
to explain your pain and you you found your your partners in life able to talk about certain issues you can share you can say look it's hard for me i think i need more of this i think i need i can use more of that if there is maybe something i can do to assist you maybe whatever uh, a discussion an open way of communication for sure will bring great results and will heal uh, a bunch of, of our most severe and hard situations that we're dealing with and lack of advice and lost in them and don't know what to do. In reality, communication is the key. An honest conversation brings love and appreciation to the hearts of the one who takes that route. And that is the best advice I can give you. Talk about things in the most sincere and open way that you can. And try to be the best people you can in the world. Ever, never, ever not to be angry. And if you are upset, hold it a little bit and think about it. And find the right way to talk about it. And if you find yourself fighting in front of a locked door... Try to understand, maybe they're not trying to reject you. Maybe they are too hurt to speak right now. Maybe they're also going through something that you cannot understand. And it's hard for you to understand, and it's hard for them to express and to explain. And I think that conversation is the key for a lot of our salvations that are needed and surely will come with help from heaven. I bless you, and I beg you to pray for the sake of the world, for everyone to be healed, and for everyone to grow, and to be happy and healthy, and for everyone to rise and shine and bloom, and Bezat Hashem will find the right advice. Today I said to someone, Bezat Hashem, and he asked me, what is Bezat Hashem? So Bezrat is with the help of, Hashem is the name of God, with the help of heaven, with the help of the Creator, we're asking for that help from heaven, heavenly help, to ask to help us and to assist us to always find the right advice to help ourselves and all our loved ones. Amen. <laughs> Yeah.